Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good, mo- good morning, Alan. How are you? Now, David. Yeah, it, yes, go ahead there, yeah. Yes, it, it's unfortunate, but aphasia is quite unknown um, in Ireland. And, you know, that's why we set up Aphasia Ireland. Uh, you know, we, we started in 2010, but we only got going and properly registered in 2013, which was obviously uh, quite an uphill battle because we just come out of the recession and started getting going. And then we got going again. And now 2019, we got back into this. But the, the one thing about aphasia in Ireland is lots of people will ring you and, you know, they'll start to talk about mom or dad or their partners or their sons or their daughters. But, you know, when they say to me, like, I'll ask them, how did you hear about us? And they'll say, well, I actually found you on on the web. And I'll say, well, like, surely, you know, your husband or whoever was diagnosed in a hospital. And I would ask them, like, did they not tell you that we, and they say no. And this is the same in some certain kind of maybe university as well, where they would, you know, have speech and language lectures and stuff. The communication, um, you know, hence, you know, aphasia communication, but the communication across the board is very bad. For whatever reason, I don't know. Right. But it's very bad. So, unfortunately, uh, and then the word isn't the easiest one to say either, aphasia. You know, people, Mm. what? He has what? So, what tends to happen is, because aphasia mainly comes out of a stroke, I mean, it's brain trauma, brain damage, it can be an infection, it can come out of uh, epilepsy, it can come out of dementia, Alzheimer's. There's lots of associated uh, illnesses that you can get aphasia from. But what tends to happen in the general public is they'll stick with the well-known traits that the person got. So if a person originally got a stroke, they'll say, oh, how's Jimmy? And they'll say, oh, yeah, he had a stroke, didn't he? And and they'll how'd you get? Ah, he's gone now. But they they tend to forget about the aphasia because they're still going through the trauma of him, you know, um, going into hospital, what has happened to him, and all the drama that goes with that. Yeah. And then what really happens, and this is a big, big thing, Alan, in Ireland, is, and it's a big thing in aphasia as well, a lot of the time the carers uh, don't have much support in general. Yeah. Um, one minute you're a husband or you're a wife or you're a son or a daughter, and the next minute now you've got a career as a carer because of your partner or dad or whoever has now got aphasia, and you know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how to communicate with this person. You have no idea what's going on. He's no idea. He's very frightened, or she, uh, or they, whatever the proper terminology would be. So what we're doing at a phase is we've lots of different groups, and we're trying to set them up. At the moment, it is nationwide because we um, are on Zoom. So nobody, whether you're in the Arnaud Island, you know, down in off Kerry or somewhere, or you're, you know, up and dirty gall, it doesn't matter because we're on Zoom. So we're connected all, all around uh, the 32 counties. And what we're doing is we're running free. Yes, everything is free. Um, there's no charge whatsoever for anyone. And all you've got to do is sit there and switch on your phone or your laptop. Yeah. And you're more than welcome to have your son, daughter, or husband, or friend with you there as well. What happens is we've a good group of junior and senior FLT, speech and language people who will be there to accommodate uh, uh, any clinical questions that might be asked okay, okay. Yep, also it's called now the groups I'll, I'll go through 
One of them is called The Voices of Aphasia. The Voices of Aphasia runs in the evening time, and I think it's on a Tuesday at 7. Now, they can find it on the website, okay? It's all on aphasiaireland.ie. So a group of people come together. What does this do? Well, the, the juniors and seniors and healthcare people who are there to support them, they have general chats, chats about, well, what's on TV, uh, you know, how are you find and coping with your patient. It's just a general, general chat about everything. It changes yeah. every week, and they, they may go back to some things and all that. Then we have another group called Friends of Aphasia. The Friends of Aphasia are really for the carers, mm-hmm. right? Now, when the carers come, it's more serious, right? And again, the girls, the SLTs, will answer the question. So let's say, right, my my uh, wife has aphasia, and she, uh, you know, I'm finding it hard. Uh, um, she, she was in the hospital, and she originally had a brain trauma or a stroke, and uh, we got uh, six weeks, this is the, the normal, we got six, eight weeks um, um, kind of speech and language treatment, but we don't know what to do now, and, 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 and I can't even understand what, what this person wants. Okay. So then that's where the, the SLTs will kick in, and they will talk to them and explain to them how to communicate with people with different types of aphasia. And the third one? And how to... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. The third one is what? You mentioned third, three. Sorry, say that again. Did you mention there were three elements of this? Or you've, you've covered yes. two of them, yeah? The, 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 next, the next element of this is what we call CPT training, communication partner training. And that's done by our senior SLT, Sophie Clark, and she would do either a group or a one-to-one session. And again, that's enhanced training for the carers of the person with aphasia. Now, the person with aphasia might be there, and she'll do a co-ad, but basically that is to help them, and it's all free, to communicate with the person who has aphasia and what type of aphasia they have. It doesn't matter. She will explain to them, this is what's going on with this person. This is the type of aphasia they have. This is how you need to react to this. This is what you might need. This is what we can do. You know, and it's a process. Now, there's no time limit on our courses. We run them from about six to eight weeks. Then we stop and we have a breather for a week and a half, and off we go again. And the same person can keep coming, and, you know, there's no restrictions on any of the courses that we do. All right. Um, David, I'm going to have to leave it now in just a moment, but I I wanted to refer, you talked about the fact that you believe there should be joined up thinking and much more awareness of this. And a lot of this has, and the reason I'm speaking to you today is because we heard about uh, the diehard actor Bruce Willis. So Bruce Willis has triggered radio stations like this one looking yes. for people like you to talk about this so yes. in a roundabout way what the, the crisis that Bruce Willis is going through has highlighted the need to get the information out there well do you know what Alan out of the darkness there's always something uh, uh, the light comes right and you know uh, like it is we are so grateful that you know it's a hard thing to say because obviously you're not great Bruce Willis like grew up with Bruce Willis you know what I mean and all his movies so it's hard to see one of your heroes being ill but he but without him even realising it he is doing you know not for him but I don't know how to say this properly without sounding wrong but he's doing a great thing without even realising it because he is promoting it around the world and yeah. it's very brave of him to be public about it and and yes, you're right, because up to now, aphasia has been 365 days of the year for the last 10 years, banging its head off the wall, 
like handing out leaflets, trying to get on radio shows, trying to get support. I mean, you know, we would love to get somebody out there, a Patreon, that, that would, you know, acknowledge what we do and realise that we're completely voluntary. There's no paid staff from me down to the last person. Most of the SLTs, most of the admin, they all have full-time careers and they do this after that and mm-hmm. during that. And, uh, yeah, it's a very special group of people that we have. Okay. And they're all volunteers. So we talk to you, you again. Know, we, we, we could talk do to you again. Help. Yeah. yeah, and we talk to you again, and we talk to some of the carers, and we follow up on it. I promise you. Yes, I, please. I, I love your passion, David. I, I really like passionate people, and I'm not um, blowing smoke, but I, I just I can sense from you the frustration, but also the passion. Yes, and passion leads to results. That's for sure. All right. Good morning. I'm just in awe that you gave us the time on air because it's hard. And everybody I, I, wants I'm, to I'm talk ashamed, to the I'm big ashamed, guy. I'm ashamed that we haven't contacted you earlier. But now that we have, we've established the Well, we're in a poker. We're, you know, we're your distant cousins. We're only down the road from you. <laughs> okay. Sweet Vale of Avoca. Thanks, David. Good morning yes. to you. Good morning Thank to you. Thank you very much for the right. airtime. A pleasure. Bless. Pleasure. Uh, yeah, there he's still there. I absolutely love a bit of passion. You can't beat it. I, there's, I, I don't know, growing up as a child in the dressing room, when I felt I'd come in and bang the table and motivate you and have you going out there as if you're going to win the World Cup or an All-Ireland, you can't beat the old bit of passion. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.